0: Hey girls and ghouls, welcome to Slashers Prefer Blondes, the podcast where three brunettes talk the kinds of movies that bite, scream, and slash. I'm Natalie. I'm Heidi. And I'm Laura.
1: And today we're going to Busan and sinking our teeth into Yeon... Okay, I'm doing that again. No! (laughs) That's so funny! Okay, then I'll I'll just... And sinking our teeth into Yeon Sang-ho's 2016 film, Train to Busan wait i gotta Bro. do it woo woo
0: all aboard <laughs> <laughs> isn't it choo isn't it choo choo isn't it it doesn't don't oh sound wait like no choo- it was toot toot why'd you say toot toot <laughs> trains toot for real because <laughs> you told me i wasn't allowed to earlier and yeah but i wasn't this is, gonna this is exactly, exactly the stand. reason this is exactly the reason
2: i think why. it is choo choo choo
1: choo
0: on today. (laughs) This is Laura's pick. Laura, do you want to give us a little rundown as to why you chose this particular film? Yes, it's pretty simple. We hadn't done a zombie film
1: yet. I'm a big fan of zombie films. I think I mentioned at the end of the last episode, I haven't obviously seen all of them. But I, you know, make a point to see kind of the ones that people are talking about. I love zombies as a creature. They're terrifying, but also fascinating. And yeah, I I think that we would be remiss to not do a zombie film around this time because I think that I think it's about time that we talk about a zombie zombie movie so um yeah it's just a popular subgenre that I really enjoy and I think this is a really good example of a film that does zombies well and is definitely worth talking about so that's why I chose it I
2: definitely agree that of all the zombie films that I have seen this is one of my favorites but mm-hmm. I'm so curious, like, because I'm not really a zombie girl person. Mm-hmm. What is it about zombies that you really
1: like? It's funny that you would ask that because I was trying to think about that exact thing today. Because I even remembered that, like, when I was first, like, the first composition class I ever took in school, I was like a freshman in high school. And uh, we had to do an expository essay. So just, you know, yeah, do research on something. Or maybe it was a research essay. And we could choose any topic. And I literally chose zombies, werewolves, and vampires. And I, like, researched the origin of the myths. I love this. And uh, I just remembered that the other day. So I've definitely always been a fan. But I think that one of the reasons I like them so much is because... And we can talk about, like, fast zombies versus slow zombies and how that kind of evolved over time. But I think I really like how it's, you know, it something that looks like a human but is obviously not. Almost kind of like the um, what do they call that? The uncanny, like something mm-hmm. that is scary because it's familiar yet different, um, and yeah. there's something off about it. So you know, on the outside, it it appears as something that is familiar to you, but it's also kind of mutated in such a way that it is now a threat to you, whereas it normally wouldn't be. I mean, the 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 idea of being eaten alive by. Uh, a zombie is terrifying in itself but being eaten alive by timothy chalamet that's another thing we'll talk about that later maybe a minute <laughs> maybe a mini soda in the works there uh thank you for bringing that up natalie that's a very <laughs> that needs to be addressed <laughs> you're
0: like the-, the people
1: need to know i
0: so uncomfortable <laughs>
1: This this podcast is sponsored by Bones and all. By the way. <laughs> oh my god, you can't say that. The podcast is not sponsored by Bones and all. The podcast is it is not. not. By Bones it is and all. It's well,
0: not. I
1: wish. I, I mean, but sponsor. if
0: you wanted to sponsor us, Bones and exactly. all, exactly, um, exactly, we'd appreciate that. Yeah,
1: but yeah, I think that's why I find zombies pretty fascinating and terrifying. I love that.
0: That makes sense. I mean, what's everybody's like first experience with this movie?
2: Like, when was the first time I watched it? Yeah. Um, I feel like the first time I ever watched it was maybe with you, and that was years ago. This
0: came out in 2016, right? Yeah, that was years yes. ago. <laughs> it yeah. was years ago, because I remember I watched it about when it came out, so we probably did watch it together, and then I watched it with a bunch of other people, because I was like, hey guys, there's actually a good zombie movie that you would enjoy yeah. watching. Mm-hmm. It's hard to like sit people down to have them watch like wreck but like <laughs> i feel like this is a much more accessible film. it's more um this movie is more action horror yeah than it is like straight up horror mm mm-hmm. mhm which is why i think it's a much more accessible watch
1: yeah yeah it does a really good job of creating tension like i and maintaining that tension throughout the whole film i've seen mm-hmm. this i don't know maybe 3 or 4 times and as you'll see i'm not going to remember it that well even <laughs> if i've seen even though i've seen it that many times but i I still every time I watch it get so caught up in the moment and so tense, mm-hmm. and like I can feel myself tensing up, and I have to like make a conscious effort to relax, <laughs> even though I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah. I think this, you know, I think it's a little long. I'll say that up front, but mm-hmm. kind of like the conversation we had with, I think, the lighthouse. I'm not sure what I would take out because it yeah. is. That's it fair. does seem pretty tight,
2: mm-hmm. and.
1: Once you've seen it a few times, I think that's when it starts to feel long because I'm like, okay, well, now we got to get through this scene and this still has to happen yeah, and this hasn't happened yet. But I think, in general, it does a really good job of maintaining the level of intensity and also doing some pretty good character development and character work. So, yeah, it's one of the better ones I've seen in the past, I don't know, 10 years.
2: Yeah. I think that character work that they do is the thing that keeps keeps me coming back to the film because like the zombies in and of themselves in the film are pretty cool. Like I love the way that they look. I love the way that they move. I think Mm -hmm. everything about them is very interesting, but what sets this apart from most of the other zombie things that I have seen is that it really brings you these characters and it's not, it's not just about the zombies. It's like, this is about these people and it's a drama, but also an action film. And I'm here for
0: that. Mm-hmm. One thing that's really cool about the zombie style in this movie is that they really take a lot of inspiration from like video games. I think yeah, and I was the creation of this. Like, they looked at like Silent Hill, um, Seven Days to Die. And I think they also looked at like uh, Ghost in the Shell mm-hmm. to kind of get an idea of how they want these zombies to look, which I think really, really works because they feel yeah. familiar, but they're also still really unique to the genre, mm-hmm. I think. Mm hmm you Know there's always like the old school zombies, and then you have like the I Am Legend zombies or the 28 mm-hmm. Days Later stuff, and then like right, we're so used to now, like in the present, seeing like The Walking Dead and that being exactly your zombie. So mm-hmm. it's nice to see something that's a little more, it feels almost like glitchy, and I think that that it just works a really well word. in the movie,
1: yeah, yeah, it adds to the kind of inhumanity of it because it's like, oh. Yeah, You know, they're still kind of moving like people move, but like your bones and your limbs aren't like supposed to go that way. So it's they're spongy. Yeah, it's uh, it's very unnerving more than you know the traditional stick your arms out in front of you or just kind yeah. of shamble around.
0: I kind of yeah. wonder how many of the main cast, but also like how many of the extras are just dancers.
1: That's mm, a it, really
2: good question. It has mm-hmm. like very
0: like a break dance energy to it, like. There's this one scene where one of the baseball, it's like right when one of the baseball players gets turned,
2: mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. he
0: like does this like really fucking cool like spin and then like jumps yes. up. And I was like, that was so rad. <laughs> this These film has so moves. many
2: moments like that, though. Like, um, I think it's when the attendant like first turns, she like spins her whole body around to make it yeah. like line up with her neck. And I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. love that. It's gross and cool.
0: I love, too, the way that the camera movement really plays yes. into the movements of the zombies. Like, we're not really... Fo- like, when we follow, like, humans, it's all very, like, shaky and unsteady some- yeah. at times. But, like, with the zombies, it flows with what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just makes them seem so much more fluid. I think a really good example of that is when the little teenage girl turns near the end. And they have that, like, fucking beautiful pulled-back shot Like between the Mm -hmm. aisles and the train, and you just see them lit in the background. And then, like, it kind of has her pull back and then, like, zooms into Chomp on his neck. Like, it, like, Mm -hmm. she, like, Mm -hmm. zooms forward to Chomp on his neck. And it just feels very fluid. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. That's
2: good.
1: That's a good point.
2: I think setting the film on a train, too, is unique in terms Mm -hmm. of the genre and also, like, horrifying.
0: Yeah. like the yeah.
2: claustrophobia of it all and the fact that it's all one big line and you can't get you can't get from point a to point b without going through it is genius mm-hmm. yeah like absolutely
1: oh, here it far. very much reminds me of and i don't know if you've seen this one but uh world war z with Brad yeah, Pitt. I-, I know people had various opinions about it and how true it was to the book versus you know how much it kind of how much liberty it took but as someone who had has not read the book actually i really enjoyed the movie i thought it was really smart and mm-hmm. it reminded me of the scene in world war z where in the, they're on the plane and people start to become infected while they're mm-hmm. on the plane and they're like again there's nowhere to go plus they're up in the fucking air and mm-hmm. you know they're trying to like board up the aisle with like baggage or luggage yeah. and stuff like that but it's like there's there's absolutely nothing you can do and nowhere you could go so that claustrophobic sense is very heightened in that yeah. as well as, you know, this whole movie is like that. So I thought yeah. that was pretty genius.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that it is difficult to do zombies in a confined space and do it really well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's why, you know, you don't see it very often. Um There's a lot mm-hmm. of like movement, even in like uh, Dawn of the Dead, there's still a lot of movement like within the mall. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're able to keep the suspense this high for this long in such a confined space where we're not getting a lot of, like, difference in scenery is Mm -hmm. very, very cool, in my opinion. And, like, things change after they leave the train, but not, like, so much that you're not feeling that suspense anymore. But I will say that, like, I was, like, literally cheering in my seat this afternoon watching this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yeah. when they were when they were making their way up through the, the trains oh, and something, they were gosh. just, like, fucking kicking ass. I was out here like, this is so cool. Like, what kind of movie could have this kind of rewatchability in scenes like this? Yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. so, so good.
2: Yeah, when when they've, like, taped up their arms and they're like, we're gonna do it. It's the sheer determination of it. And you're like, yes, fuck them up, boys. Get them.
1: Let's go. Yeah. And honestly, the first time I saw, it was actually in World War Z. That was the first time I saw a character uh, wrap up their arms with something to prevent zombies. Like, if a zombie bit it, they wouldn't be biting into their actual arm. And I had never seen that before. So maybe, you know, maybe that's just my lack of films that I've seen. But... I was like, holy shit, like, that's fucking smart.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: mm-hmm. there's an, even a scene in World War Z. I, I swear this is not going to become about World War Z, but, like,
0: there's <laughs> this Laura scene. Laura for World War Z on Main. <laughs>
1: there's this scene where, like, he thinks that he might have been bitten. And so he, like, goes up to the top of a building, stands on the edge, like, preparing to jump off in case he starts to turn. Mm-hmm. But then realizes that he's not. And he's like, okay, I'm good. So, like, yeah, seeing that again where they're wrapping their arms up and, like, actually thinking mm-hmm. about some things is mm-hmm. really refreshing to see. And it makes you respect the characters that much more, I think. Yeah. Because they're not yeah. just, you know, helplessly flailing around. Mm-hmm. I did want to go back to something that
2: Natalie had just said about how, like, even when they leave the train, like, there's still that, like, strong sense of tension. Mm-hmm. And they do, like, come back onto the train. And I think, like, those moments when they leave the the confines of the train just like it makes you feel like oh maybe the safest place is on the train even though it's also like deadly there because like every time they leave there's like swarms of zombies like there's nowhere else that they can go and i thought that that was also just like clever writing to be like okay well you're fucked outside but like i guess you're you're gonna stay on on the train train train? where you're also fucked (laughs)
0: It's very like in Scream where they make it so she can't run out the front door, so she has to run yeah. up the stairs.
1: <laughs> exactly. I think that's another thing I really like about this is because, and lots of other zombies, a lot of the frightening elements come from like the massive zombies, just the sheer number of zombies. But yeah. you know the characters are usually able to kind of outrun them in a sense. Like you can always just move to a different location. This is like you're on this train. You cannot do anything to create distance they have to actually Mm -hmm. physically encounter them Mm -hmm. so it's it's even scarier because it's like knowing that you have to you have to make contact in some sense and like actually deal with it instead of just try to run Mm -hmm. to a different location
0: honestly that's why movies like this are so much more effective for me like i it the descent is i think another really good Mm -hmm. so good movie that's kind of like that where it's like you can't get out of the situation you just have to Mm -hmm. keep We we definitely are going to cover the descent at some point yeah it's too good for us to not cover um but uh yeah I think that there's a lot to be said about like confronting them yeah the power of movies like forcing their characters to confront things like not giving them an Mm -hmm. out and doing it in a way that makes it seem like the characters aren't being dumb by going forward definitely Mm
2: -hmm. yeah I would definitely agree that the characters in Train to Busan are not dumb they mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. thinking people, and they're strategizing, and they do a really good job for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when the pregnant lady, like, throws her drink on the glass and, like, covers it with newspaper, mm-hmm. and that, like, calms them down, or when they use the fire extinguisher to frost the glass. That's mm-hmm. clever. Good job, yeah. people.
1: Yeah, they're they're learning and adapting, like, Mhm recognizing that they respond to sound in the dark and yeah. trying to distract them that way. RIP that guy's phone. But I know. Um,
0: <laughs> he doesn't really need it anymore.
1: <laughs> but That's uh but yeah. yeah, it's they're yeah, they're responding to the environment that they're in
0: mm-hmm. and
1: figuring out how to work within it. Which mm-hmm. I think ties in really well to kind of the larger theme of, you know, infection mm-hmm. and community and how those i don't know how those kind of interact Mm -hmm. but yeah i think this movie does a lot of things well and definitely that's why i can always i can keep coming back to it and having a good time every time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: i definitely think for me like i i am not a huge zombie fan i've never been a huge zombie fan Yeah, yeah yeah i think that for me zombies usually work when they're in a more comedic sense so like I love Shaun of the Dead, I love Zombie Land, I love uh, Life After Beth. That's another really good one that I enjoy. Life
2: After Beth is so much fun, <laughs> and
0: it's so underrated. It's such a yeah. good one. Um, like I love I love movies like that because I think that they're funny and um, like a fun time. Because I don't find zombies to be scary, but I think films that use zombies effectively understand how to construct effective suspense sequences mm-hmm. that aren't just Let's throw a bunch of zombies at the person. And I think that that's what makes this film so effective, like what we're saying, what we were saying before. I also think that's why Wreck is such an effective horror film. Mm -hmm. And I would even say like early Walking Dead. I think that's one of the things Mm -hmm. that really, really worked for it. I personally feel like Walking Dead kind of lost some of its steam for me. But in the beginning, like in those first couple of seasons, like the first two seasons specifically, like there's a lot of really intentional set pieces that are being put into place that really like make you worry about the characters one thing this movie does a really good job of is that it really isn't afraid to kill people off
1: yeah Mm -hmm. unfortunately
0: unfortunately indeed
1: yeah well i also think it would be good to kind of talk a little bit about like the evolution of the zombie because you know we start with the george romero zombies very slow kind of ambling but they're incessant they're always going to keep coming So it's like that dread in knowing that Mm -hmm. you're always going to be in danger. You have to. Yes, exactly. Unrelenting. And you have to just keep outrunning them or hiding from them. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, back then they were used a lot of times to signify like kind of the brain dead quality of consumers. It was used as a kind of an argument against consumerism. And then they kind of evolved. I think 28 days later was probably the biggest signal for like a change in the zombie because they became much faster. Um, Mm -hmm. much more aggressive
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: kind of rabid i think it's also important to point out that 28 days later was a turning point not only because they became faster but because the main villains in 28 days later aren't the zombies
2: yeah you know what i mean like that's That's the
0: first i think that's one of the first movies if not the first movie that like really was like we're gonna use zombies but that's not what's supposed to be the scariest here Mm -hmm. like it's the people that you run into and I think yes. that this movie kind of comments on that as well. Like definitely the way that people react in a crisis and how there are yeah. like two main ways to act. <laughs> and yep. one of them is good. And mm-hmm. one of them is not good. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a very, there's a very clear
1: line there. The other thing is, you know, with this kind of newer type of zombie, it's much more focused on the quote unquote zombie virus. And the mm-hmm. whole outbreak of everything. So it's, it shifts it to a much more biological aspect of like focusing on the virus as the source of the zombies. And the, the way that it spreads and why it's so easily spread and how it can affect so many people. So everyone's mm-hmm. vulnerable to it. So it even seems that much more threatening and dangerous.
0: And that sort of thing also definitely became more popular with video games too. Like Resident Evil. Yeah. The last, and clearly, the last of
2: Us. And clearly. The Last of Us.
0: It seems applicable,
1: terrifyingly applicable today. Uh, you know, the outbreak, and a the lot, spread. a
0: lot of this felt terrifyingly applicable <laughs> yes. today. That's yes. one of the many reasons I started crying on my couch this afternoon, <laughs> watching this movie. Yeah. I just, I think I hit this part in the middle of the movie where I was like, "This is such a good example of the way our society operates." You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there are so many people who, at the minute, crisis struck like just did not care about anybody but themselves and like that to me is so sad yeah like it's so sad
1: there are multiple scenes where they talk about the main character's daughter is basically calling him out for being a selfish asshole
0: Mm -hmm. and so one
1: of the big themes in this is you know sticking together and and Mm -hmm. kind of a sense of community and i want to say that one of the things one of the tropes that i don't like about zombie films tv shows whatever is that people are still fighting each other in these, mm-hmm. in these narratives. And so they're not... Every time I'm like, why would you not band together against the common enemy? But I'm also thinking, well, you know, it kind of creates a social vacuum. So then, of course, people are going to start vying for power and trying to, you know... <laughs> I mean,
0: let's be real here. In this movie, capitalism is the true yeah. enemy because capitalism is what is inciting all of this bullshit to begin with. Like there's a reason why that guy, the why the fucking asshole guy is a COO of a co- of a corporation. Right, exactly. There's a reason why the main character is a fucking fund manager. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's all about capitalism. <laughs> like that's yeah. what the movie's about.
2: Yeah, I think like there's a lot that this movie has to offer about like class.
1: Yeah, like, definitely.
2: Class
0: oh, criticism. is 100%.
2: And The fact that it took place like two years after a deadly like ferry incident that killed like 300 people and the only people that really survived were the crew who pretty much told everyone like stay in your rooms and don't leave even though the ship is sinking and just save themselves like there's a lot there's a lot that is indicted in this film as like a response to that like fend for yourself mentality.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Did that
1: actually happen?
2: Yes, that's a real thing.
0: I did. Yeah, not know you should that. talk about that a little bit more because I didn't know about that either.
2: Yeah, it was back in like 2014. There was a major ferry incident that it like the 300 something people that died were mostly teenagers. Oh, oh my god! And like I said, like the crew got into lifeboats and like saved themselves and left like all of these kids to try to save themselves and unfortunately that didn't really happen oh my god and i obviously i'm not from south korea or anything so i don't i'm not going to speak to all of it but like the general vibe is that the youth are more untrusting towards adults now Hmm. especially in the wake of that incident and then like the government response to it wasn't good and then like also like the MERS i think that's how you say it the MERS outbreak where the government was like everything's fine but it wasn't like you kind of see like echoes of that mm-hmm. distrust towards the government come out in this
0: as well oh definitely yeah and that's that's huge in a lot of South Korean horror I mean oh, I guess yeah. it's probably it's probably huge in a lot of South Korean cinema but I only really watch South Korean horror cinema <laughs> <laughs> yeah but that's a huge part of that as well
2: the fairy incident also I haven't seen it but I know that that specific incident also ripples a lot through all of us are dead that netflix series Mm -hmm. that comes up a lot in that as well as like a response to what happened and like the the way that the culture kind of has has changed from we're gonna do what we were told to yeah no that's not gonna fly anymore like we did what we were told and 300 of us died
0: that's interesting thank you for yeah putting the context
1: yeah oh yeah well, yeah, I, I think there's a lot to be said about that theme in this, so might as well just get into it. Did you have anything else to
0: say about zombies? Uh, <laughs> we very derailed you. We very much so derailed you.
1: No, I was just going to say that, I yeah, I hate that trope of people just instantly turning mm. against each other yeah. because I'm like, this is not the time, people.
0: Yeah, so somebody else did not like later seasons of The Walking Dead, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah.
1: So... I don't know. This took that in a different direction. So, and, and yeah. perhaps we could say commented on it in that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should we should start on the summary. Let's let's get into this movie a little bit. Let's dig in. I have a it's a longer movie, so I have a feeling this is going to be quite the discussion.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right. Some
0: sometime.
1: Toot toot. I'm all bored.
0: I'm gonna leave the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This is like the third time Natalie said that. She's
0: still here. So this is Natalie signing off.
2: Uh, it's her avenue for her letterbox though,
0: so she bails. yeah,
1: You gotta stay here.
0: <laughs> I don't think anybody who listens to the podcast has followed me on letterbox If you have, a huge shout out to you.
2: Except you didn't notice. That's not a shout out. <laughs>
0: Well, I have got new followers. I just don't know if they're listeners. Like, if you are listeners, hit me up.
1: Like, <laughs> people have asked me what Letterboxd is.
0: So, <laughs> oh, so Letterbox, please sponsor us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, bones and all.
2: <laughs> I'm dying. I'm anyway fully dead right now. Anyway. A quarantine zone checkpoint is where we're going to start off our film. Workers in safety suits help sanitize a local farmer's truck as it tries to pass through. The man complains that this is going to kill his livestock again, but the quarantine worker insists this is something different caused by a leak at a bio company nearby.
0: Every time I see this opening, it gives me huge the host vibes. <laughs> mm,
1: mm-hmm. Not the Stephanie Meyer movie,
0: the, uh, ob- the two thousand six movie directed by Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it's the one I'm talking about. <laughs> if you type in the host, you're gonna get the Stephanie Meyer movie. Yeah, for sure. You'll get the Stephanie Meyer movie, then the one from twenty twenty, the quarantine movie. That's called Host. Oh, you're shit. Yo, sh- you're oh, shit. you're right. I'm I, shit. shit.
2: <laughs> so the farmer. Who's driving his truck. He is distracted by a phone call and he hits a deer. And it's really sad. But the deer does not stay dead. It becomes mm-hmm. our film's first zomboni.
0: We um, are zero. adding in another film into the fucked up deer universe after Annihilation. This is our second fucked up deer. Oh, yeah.
2: You're this right. One's, this one's like spooky fucked up, not yeah. cute fucked up. Like I mean-
0: The thing about the Annihilation fucked up deer is that it is like, it's kind of uncanny. Yes, it is. Another parallel is like, Annihilation wrecked me emotionally, and so did this movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We just like to cry. It's high time for crying.
0: Do I like to cry?
1: (laughs) No, that's not what I said. I said, Did you
2: cry at the beginning of the film?
0: I did not cry until What's His Face is yeah. in danger what is his name
1: the character's name is Song Hwa Sang Hwa Song Hwa mm-hmm. yeah.
0: yes he's my favorite character
1: <laughs> oh, how could he not be
0: <laughs> I love him
1: yeah okay
2: hot dad alert
0: <laughs> well, you fucking would <laughs> I, w- I literally turned on this movie this afternoon and I was like oh the dad's cute and I was like Heidi's gonna be obsessed with him <laughs> A tutu. <laughs> a tutu indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I That's wrote so in funny. my
2: notes, all caps, hot dad alert, three exclamation points.
1: For a second, I thought you said hot dabbler, and I was like, what does he hot dabbler?
0: <laughs> well, we know he's single, so they call me you got that dabble. going for you. They call me the hot dabbler. <laughs> yeah. My name is Lloyd Dobbler. <laughs> That was a reference to the film Say Anything. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'll be here all week.
2: Oh, man. You probably recently saw this uh, DILF in
0: Squid Game. <laughs> oh, I know Oh, my God. You know what's so funny is I have not seen Squid Game, but I was like looking at him, and I was like, he looks really familiar like outside of this movie, and I yeah. was like, I wonder if he's in Squid Game, but then I was like, is that racist of me to think that he's in Squid no, Game? No, it's him.
2: It's him. <laughs>
0: but it like literally is him, so that like, makes me feel really good.
2: <laughs> he's also in this space horror show on Netflix that was, like, fine, but he was great in it.
0: I mean, he's a really good actor in this. Like, he, yeah. he plays an asshole, but he does a really good job of it.
2: Yeah. Yes. I think his name in this is...
0: We're gonna do a quick disclaimer.
2: I, th- I think it's Sukwoo.
0: None of us speak Korean, so, like, we're really sorry if we butcher these names.
2: We're try. I'm trying.
0: We did look them up, and we are trying, and we did just watch the movie, but, like, it's kind of hard to mimic... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's hard. So like, we're gonna try our best. <laughs> like, no offenses intended. Obviously, like, yeah. if we say it wrong, feel free to call us out. Like,
2: please. <laughs> He's a hedge fund manager in the middle of a custody battle with his ex-wife. There's just one problem with this particular battle, though. His daughter Suan would much rather be with her mother than her absent, work-obsessed father, who can't even remember that he bought her a for Children's Day. And just bought her another one now for her birthday.
1: That sucks. Surprising. Surprising.
0: That literally is such a good scene. Like, yeah. one, one of the things about this movie that makes it so effective, because there are a ton of characters in this film. It does a really good job of quickly setting up characters and not mm-hmm. fully leaning on stereotype to do so. And it's still being super, super effective. Like, that one scene between Suanne and the dad, you're immediately mm-hmm. like... I understand this relationship. I feel so bad for this little girl. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But you know, in a sense, you do see that he is like, obviously he's not able to be in her life very much, but he is mm-hmm. kind of trying. Like at the beginning yeah. of that one scene, he's, he's, or at the end of the beginning scene, he's like, you know, what do kids like these days? So it's like, he's not in touch with her. He's not in tune with her interests, but he's still trying to connect with her in one way or another. I'm not contoning that yeah, behavior, but like, but
0: like he's doing a shit job. Maybe you should have asked her what she liked before. Exactly. Her birthday. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, "Why don't you love me?
1: <laughs> I'm trying <Yeah>. so hard." <laughs> so uh, yeah. he's, he's doing. He's doing a bad job. Yeah, he is.
2: <laughs> yeah, he is. he is. Her face when she opens it and realizes what it is is
0: heartbreaking. Yeah, that little oh. girl. Is a she is a phenomenal actress. actress. She is phenomenal in this.
1: See? Makes or breaks the movie. Natalie's
0: right. Uh, yeah, like literally, if a child actor is good, I will love it. If mm-hmm. they are not... Burn it down. Burn it down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what Suan does want for her birthday, though, is to go see her mom in Busan. And she's even planning to take herself so as not to bother her father.
0: Oh, that's so sad. That was sad, too.
2: Mm -hmm. He tries to turn her down, saying that, you know, maybe next week when work is less busy, he'll take her. He later has a conversation with his mother, who insists that he try to reconcile with his ex-wife and reminds him that even though his work may be important, he is missing out on the most important moments in his daughter's life. Like the recital that she really wanted him to be at, but he skipped out on. The guilt drives him to agree to take her to see her mom. And on their way to the station, he tries to understand why she didn't finish singing her song at the recital. But they are interrupted by a parade of emergency services vehicles heading towards a high-rise building fire. It's beginning.
0: Yeah, it is. It's interesting in the moment that he, he gives this like, little speech about how like when you start something, you have yeah. to finish it. Otherwise, it's my, you might as well not start it at all. Mm-hmm. Which... In the moment, I was like, okay, but like looking back on it, I'm like, thematically, like it vibes. It vibes with the movie. Like he fucking gets her there. You know what I mean? He (laughs) He gets her there. True.
2: True. Yeah. At the train station, all seems to be well at first, but as the station worker is ready to give the signal for the train to leave, a woman sneaks on board, and she is not well.
1: I love the way this happens because yeah. it's just a little it's just a blip on the screen like you you just see her she's not really being like sneaky about it or anything she just like full on runs in in just like absolute chaos oh yeah but i love how it's just something as simple as that like one mm-hmm. person running mm-hmm. onto the train that leads to just
0: complete madness and yeah
1: yeah i love how it just happens so fucking
0: quickly i do really like how the film sort of does a good job of quickly acclimating you to like the land of the train, all the people we're going to be interacting with. And I like that. It also throws in some early, like red herrings, like people that you think might end up being important, but end up not really being important. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was like, this is good. It was a, it's a really good way to kind of just like quickly let you like know everything. I was like, okay, these are the teens. Mm -hmm. This is the, (laughs) the buff man who you don't really know how to read yet. Yeah, but it's kind of funny. It's like here's here's the the train attendants, and it's like here this is this old lesbian couple, and then I don't know sisters. Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah. for some. I, I keep seeing them as gay, and they could they they are like they can be sisters, and that's totally fine. But like I have to say, sitting there and knowing in my brain, being like I don't think that they're gay, but like watching it in like on the couch this afternoon, like that part where they get separated, I (laughs) sobbed. I was like, this is so fucking sad. But like, yeah, we're getting like a little quick rundown of like who all the people are. And it's very quick and it's very efficient.
2: Yeah, And it it still
0: gives you so much. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, and they really do like run the gamut of like all the classes, like all the social classes right here. We've got one from everywhere.
0: Mm -hmm. literally this is a wonderful film to double bill snowpiercer yeah Mm -hmm. i don't think i said that on mic but like i think that double billing us with snowpiercer would be phenomenal and i kind of want to watch it when we're done recording
2: (laughs) that's valid okay where was i to make matters worse the like attendant outside the train notices that a fight is breaking out at the top of the stairs and is too late to realize that the zombies are already here the train departs though With the zombie girl on board, and as she wanders about, she runs into an attendant and attacks her, eventually turning her, and the two of them start to wreak havoc upon the passengers of the train.
1: Yeah, that's also a good scene. You know, it's the initial, like, what the fuck's going on? For you and for the characters, because, you know, the attendant rushes up to her thinking she's, like, seizing and needs medical attention, and uh, quickly finds out that that's not the case. So <laughs> you uh, they, they get into it very quickly, which I appreciate. I appreciate yeah. getting right yeah. into it and being like, hey, this is what we're here for. Like, we're giving you the background you need. Here's yeah. where shit's going to start happening.
2: I love in particular the moment when the attendant is like walking back into the car and the zombie is like on her back and is like mm-hmm. eating her neck. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And how at first people don't know how to react; they're just like kind of watching, and no one like immediately jumps to do anything. They're just kind of like okay. And then even when people start to like turn, they're just like, "Oh, violence has broken out!" Like they don't. (laughs) don't Oh, violence has (laughs) broken out. They just don't know like what's happening, which is real. And it it, yeah, yeah, because it's like I mean,
0: what would you do
1: exactly? Like
0: I would be like, "Oh, violence has broken out!" Like that's yeah, (laughs) exactly. Like these people are getting
1: pretty rowdy. Or, yeah. you know, rabid or something. But it, it seems like a real reaction to almost freeze first yeah. and then escape whatever's trying to attack you.
2: Yeah. It Duh. really would be shocking to watch somebody, like, rip somebody's throat out with their yeah. teeth in front of me. I probably would freeze.
1: Yeah. And then I'd be dead. Exactly. <laughs> would dead. There is, there is a shot of one woman who's just, like, standing there screaming and yeah. not moving at all. And then the, a zombie comes and gets her. And I'm like, well, you know... Because I've seen so many of those movies, it seems like, oh my god, why wouldn't you run away? But also, like, yeah. you'd probably be soiling yourself, like, standing there wondering yeah. what was going on.
0: Definitely. I feel like there's, we should have, like, a if there was, like, a Slasher's prefer Blondes bingo, one of them would be us talking about how, actually, in this situation, it would be really scary and we wouldn't <laughs> do anything. <laughs>
2: or, or, or I probably would pee a little. That's, like, a specific square. Yeah.
0: We're always, like, we're always, like, you know... People make fun of this person, but like, this is scary. (laughs) But like, what would you do? (laughs) Well, what would you do? (sighs) We're so funny.
2: (laughs) Uh, Suan's dad is horrified and desperately tries to find his daughter who has wandered off to try to find the bathroom while he took a nap. There, Suan has met up with a married couple. The pregnant wife exits the bathroom in time to see a zombie attack a lady. She tells her husband, a wrestler guy, Song <laughs> I'm going to call him wrestler guy for the rest of the thing.
0: He is in Eternals. He's so good. <laughs> He's so good. He's also really yeah. good in Eternals.
2: Yes. Anyway, she yells at her husband to, like, help the person being attacked. And while he fights off the zombies, Suan and her dad sneak by to safety with the other humans. Just as the married couple make it to the car where everyone has gathered... Suan's dad shuts the door in their face like a real dick,
0: real dick, yeah, real dick.
2: They are eventually able to get inside though, and like zombies pile up against the door and clearly don't know how to work it. Which like, whew, that's good.
1: Yeah, that I will say that was very convenient. <laughs> like, mm. I don't think they know how to open this door. <laughs> which you know, <laughs> what if back, that wasn't what if that wasn't designs? the case.
0: What if, that, what if that wasn't the case? Where it's like, walked. I don't, what if they don't know how to open this door? Then what if that just opens the door? That would be so funny. It's like that scene in Jurassic Park when the raptors open the door
2: handle. But it's. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: These zombies are more dumb than raptors. <laughs>
1: I mean. Raptors I say that like really raptors smart. aren't really intelligent.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: Once again, when confronted by a raptor, we would probably freeze and die
0: yeah no that scene in the kitchen in Jurassic park is like genuinely terrifying <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. oh yeah oh yeah yeah you make one fucking noise you're dead I think
2: you'd be dead no matter what in that That's situation true. the Raptors knew they were there they're just playing with them
0: well I mean they made it out by sheer dumb luck yeah well
1: you know life finds a way <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> okay, so, the wrestling guy, Songhua, tries to confront Suan's dad, and he tries to make this excuse that he was just trying to protect more people, but, like, sure. nobody's buying it.
0: We're like, bro, she's literally pregnant. He's such an ass.
2: I know. Yeah. And she's, like, pretty pregnant. <laughs> like, she's pretty far along.
1: Oh, I, oh, thought, you I, thought-, gonna-
0: I thought you were- <laughs> I was like, babe, she's just skinny. I, like,
1: I thought you were saying, yeah, there's an ugly yeah. pregnant
0: and a pretty pregnant.
1: <laughs> no. I was like, wow, she's that was like- really rude. She's very pregnant. <laughs> she's pretty pregnant ugly pregnant.
0: I am fully dead. Okay.
2: Everybody simmers down as an announcement is made that the train will not be stopping at the next station because it's not safe. The internet and television reports that are playing and, like, everybody's looking at their phone paint a very grim portrait of what's happening to the rest of the country as the epidemic spreads at an out-of-control pace. When the train pulls into the next station, there's a group of people outside, terrified, who are all then attacked by zombies, forcing the train, of course, to continue moving on, like they said. Yeah. (sighs) That's gnarly, though. I feel so, like, every time that a living human, like, runs up to the train, like, let me in, and then is just immediately taken out by a zombie is so scary. Mm-hmm. Like, I yeah. cannot imagine watching that happen outside my window. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, again, it's contributing to that idea, like, the outside world is not safe. The train's not safe, but, like...
0: We know we know the train. Right. <laughs> the train, we is understand limited. The train.
1: It has a limited yeah. number of zombies that can attack. Well, yeah. And
2: they, they have done a pretty good job of barricading themselves
1: in. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly surprised that the doors did not break. Like, when you have yeah. all the zombies pushing up against them, I was like, that, those are some pretty heavy-duty doors. Good for trains. Yes. Good for trains. I mean, maybe it was really well-constructed, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, they start to crack toward the end, but... But they lasted a pretty long time. Yeah, well, that's... You know, they also took, like, a baseball bat to it, so... I don't yeah. know how many zombies, how many zombies does it take to knock down a door or to break through a door? I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe if
0: they knew how to open a door, it'd be less of a problem.
1: I just <laughs> figured the sheer weight of them, like, on top of each other
0: pushing. I, I am just dragging them because I can't open doors.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, they, zombies.
2: Do, they do pretty effectively, like, cut off the line of sight, which means that they're not just constantly pushing on the door the whole time. Yeah. That's true unsure how long the passengers will have to remain on the train the survivors retreat further back suan is concerned about her mom and tries to look out for others when she has the chance we love her she's we do. she's a pure soul yes but her dad is like stop being so nice and like you have to look out for yourself the conductor god bless this man Comes over the PA and is like, hey, we're going to stop at the next city and everybody has to get off. But don't worry, because the military is going to be there.
0: That should be that seems first like a first sign. I mean, like hey, he's not wrong. The military is there.
1: Yeah. Yes. But when do they ever do a good job?
0: They- Whoa. <laughs> In movies. Whoa. <laughs> Tell me a movie where they do a good job. Well, the end of this movie, they don't kill them. Well, that's—I mean—that's oh, wow. because he
2: goes against orders. Stellar,
0: though. they should be promoted for for the military.
2: That is the bare
0: fucking minimum.
2: <laughs> they did a pretty good job in Cloverfield. I was thinking
0: about that. Well, did we? You spent but the entire—you spent the entirety of our Cloverfield commentary talking about how there was no way that he would actually tell them when the helicopter's
2: leaving. <laughs> yeah, but like outside of that one guy, they did a pretty good job. <laughs>
1: I mean, the monster killed everybody. That's- <laughs> the monster won. <laughs> I don't think the military did much. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm not making any commentary on the military. I, I, have I am. Thoughts- <laughs> I have thoughts on the military, but that is not for this episode. So I'm just saying, in horror films, <laughs> usually the military is pretty shit at doing their yeah. job.
0: That's valid. I'm I'm like really dying about it. We're gonna
1: <laughs> next time we'll talk about the military industrial complex. We're gonna get put on some list. <laughs> uh, oh shit, we probably are. Okay. Well, you know. The Let's train arrives
2: at the next yes. station. Everyone races toward the windows to try to get a glimpse of what's going on. Shockingly, the military is nowhere to be seen. It is eerily vacant. A businessman, the COO of a bus company, quickly exits and everyone follows suit. He tries to convince the doctor. The doctor?
0: (laughs) You, the doctor. My man, the doctor. (laughs) Is there a doctor on board? Fuck! (laughs)
2: Hmm. He tries to convince the conductor to just get another engine going and leave the city since everywhere is like quarantine and they need to get to Busan. The conductor refuses though. And is like, we need to search to see if anybody needs help because he's a good person. Everyone is nervous as they go through the empty train station. Suan and her father break off from the group, but are spotted by the homeless man who overheard the phone conversation about how to avoid the quarantine zone. Suan insists that they must tell the others and is heartbroken to realize that her dad is a piece of shit.
1: And that's why her mom left. Heartbroken. Yeah. I have a question. The guy who's like, you're all going to die at the very beginning, where he's like, people are basically afraid of him because he's just like, oh, Oh, that's not what he says.
0: He said, they're all dead. Oh, they're all dead. So, who do we think he is? Like, how
1: does he do you think he, like, saw things happening on the street and then ran into the train? I think. I think that there is a distinct possibility that it could be
2: that he's talking about like having witnessed a bunch of people die from the zombies. Mm -hmm. But I think going back to what I mentioned about the fairy, that he's having PTSD from that incident. Oh, interesting. Which is not proven in the film, but is things that I saw mentioned online. Oh, that he was on the ferry. Yeah. That it might have something to do with that. Huh? again, Not explicitly stated, but in cultural
1: context, that it might have something to do with that. I just
0: assumed what Laura said, that he'd seen people die already.
1: Yeah. And knew it was coming. At first I was like, is this dude having a premonition? Like, how does he know?
0: We're actually watching (laughs) premonition.
1: Is that John
0: Travolta? Is John Travolta in premonition? Cinder Bullock is definitely in it.
2: Oh, there's another movie like that where I think John Travolta is in it. Yeah. Another like shitty point for that COO is he's like, there's like a guy in the bathroom.
1: I know. And it's (laughs) awesome.
2: There's like a
0: guy in the bathroom.
1: And he looks poor. (laughs) He looks poor. He's making people upset with his, by his poorness. Yeah.
2: Everybody else descend an escalator and realize something is very, very wrong. There are no police and what gear they do find is covered in blood as they get to the bottom a horrible realization strikes them all of the soldiers have turned into zombies and are now on the attack yeah this is bad news bears y'all they're just
1: down there vibing like yeah <laughs> just waiting for people to come oh, again are you surprised i was not
2: it is kind of shocking though when they get to the bottom and it's just like a, a whole
0: mass a of, of them. Yeah, and yeah. then people
1: people are fucked who are on the escalator because it's like oh, so yeah. hard to run up those things. Like people are jumping over onto the stairs so they can run up. It's it's terrible. Yeah,
0: the film does know when to use large groups of zombies. Yes. correct. Yeah. Like that was very effective.
1: Yeah. Again, it's like oh well, back on the train, I guess. Yeah. Everybody tries
2: quite desperately to make it back, but the number of passengers who survive. Drastically. Mm-hmm. As the train is trying to wait for more people, all of a sudden a whole bunch of Zambonis burst out of the window. There's no escape from them.
0: Zambonis? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's you what shouldn't
0: I... call them that because I literally pictured a Zamboni. <laughs> Me too, like
1: the, the ice rink. Like Zamboni. the ice thing. I know. <laughs> like ice
0: that's oh, like a big like thing. I
2: know, but I just don't want to call them zombies
1: all the time. I'll try again. It just—it takes more effort to say Zamboni than zombies.
0: Zomborinos.
1: <sighs> the zombies. The I think zombies works.
0: Is just say zombies. It's cleaner. <laughs>
2: for people, when all of a sudden zombies burst out of the window, it's not as fun. Well, I yeah, literally, but like, pictured- I literally <laughs> thought
0: you were. We literally like- thought you. I literally, I'm my brain like- literally just went. I don't remember that. <laughs> You don't remember
1: the ice trucks? Yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't remember that. I was like, were they driven by the zombies? Were the zombies haven't like they're Stop. they're not at the ice rink?
2: All right, I'm sorry, listeners, for being confusing and trying to have fun. <laughs> okay, one well, guess. I'll try. I again. almost did a spit
1: take.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the train is trying to wait for more people when all of a sudden zombies burst out of the window. There's no escape. Fortunately, everyone we've been following so far makes it onto the train, but it's a pretty close call despite the businessman's best efforts to leave the stragglers behind.
0: What I like about the scene is that you see that the main group, not the dad and the daughter and the homeless guy, but, or the unhoused person, the main group... We should call
1: him something else.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They all like kind of band together to like help each other get through Mm -hmm. and you have like the baseball players like doing like recon basically and like like genuinely kicking some serious ass and i was Uh like really upset to see them get turned because like they were doing such a good job and they were like really they were really helping this is Mm -hmm. this is when i was starting to get kind of teary-eyed but i was okay i didn't cry yet (laughs) i just felt bad for the kids i was like oh they were doing such a good job and then that one, one guy saw his two friends like die in front of him
1: I know. Yeah, for sure. That is the the epitome of taking one for the team. Oh, Aww, you're right. Yeah. That was a good pun. Yeah, thanks. It's sad, and I almost didn't say it, but it's in their memory. Okay, so as Natalie mentioned,
2: the pregnant woman, one of the like middle aged sisters, Suwon, and the guy with PTSD realize they are now trapped in between two cars that have zombies in them. They try to hide in the bathroom, but are spotted and are swarmed as they try to close the door, but they make it, but they make it. Yeah. Suon's dad, the wrestler guy, and the last surviving baseball guy all agree that they need to get to their people who are four cars away.
1: This is where it gets real. And I (laughs) love it.
0: Yeah, this is, this is like truly, this is a masterclass. This is so good. Yes.
2: They wrap up their arms to try to avoid being bit and storm valiantly into the fray and fight their way through to the other side.
0: I love that, like it's the teen's idea to start wrapping up his arms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he's the one who does it, and then Songha, um, he just like takes off his little his little jacket and his little scarf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. like, I guess it's fucking time. <laughs> and then meanwhile, the dad is just like trying to like rip up his blazer. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: I love how, I think it's like, what? They're like four cars away or something. And it's not even like, it's not even a question of what are we going to do? It's just like, okay, here's what's going to happen. They're four cars away. I'll be in the front. You be in the middle. You take the back. And Mm -hmm. it's just immediately like, let's fucking do this. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no other choice, really. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the sequence that follows is
0: one of the best. Yeah, they kick a lot. It's very well choreographed.
1: Yes. Yeah. And especially
2: like the use of space
0: mm-hmm. in that
2: in the train is just very good. Yeah. One car down, three more to go.
0: But they're very tired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They leave tired and covered in blood. Yeah. He is punching zombies in the face. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah, he is.
2: The next car is full of baseball players. And it is seriously messing with the young kid who is just traumatized seeing them in front of him. Yeah. Yep. Fortunately, they enter into a tunnel. And because the vision is obscured, the zombies calm down enough for the trio to pass by, mostly unnoticed. Mm -hmm. Two cars down, two to go. This time around, the three men wait for the tunnel before they start to make their moves, using the ringtone from a phone to distract the zombies so they can sneak by. They're learning.
0: That was that was really smart.
2: Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm.
0: I love also like the amount of trust that these guys have for each other. Like mm-hmm. you can tell a lot there was a lot of bonding that happened when they were getting back onto the train. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like all three of them trust each other now.
2: <laughs> and it says a lot too that like the two guys, so like Su-On's dad Pretty much tried to leave this other guy for dead, but now they're yeah. like, "We're in it together. We're going to do mm-hmm. this,
1: right?" And I think a it's lot of growth, partially because they know that they're both kind of doing it for someone else. Like yeah. it, it gets to the theme of, and this ties a lot in with masculinity, which I'm sure we're going to talk about. This idea of masculinity being tied to sacrifice. Um, mm-hmm. We kind of talked mm-hmm. about that in The Wicker Man as well, and I'm sure that a lot of kind of cultural values play into this as well but it's very much centered on these men Mm -hmm. banding together to save women and children and and so i think that's kind of where their mutual respect comes from is they're putting their lives on the line for people that they love
0: well that and the wrestler guy did like take that nightstick and that um shield Shield. like Fuck up multiple zombies in front of in front yeah. of the dad. Yeah, like, yeah, it was very cool. Like they, he fucks some shit up. So I think that he's like, well, we need this guy on our team. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, that too. This is our
0: MVP right here. Also, look he at that really dude's is. muscles.
1: <laughs> look at him.
2: All right, they do make it to the bathrooms where they find everybody like hiding and. The three men also, like, go and huddle into another one and they talk about how shitty it is to be dads who sacrifice so much but (laughs)
1: never get praised for
0: it. It sucks to be a dad. (laughs) Like, literally, it was, it is interesting that he, like, kind of drags him for never being around for his kid and then right afterwards is like, but she'll understand why later. When she's
2: older. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And it it was interesting to me, too, because I was, like, kind of, like, what is this movie trying to say? Like, Mm -hmm. should a father be there for his kid or should he
1: sacrificing
0: himself himself, doing what is right like sacrificing that relationship i don't Mm -hmm. know i don't know what the movie wants me to think but i did cry
2: (laughs) (laughs) i feel like it is an indictment of the cultural notion that you're sacrificing everything to give them a good life and missing out on everything like i think the film is trying to be like no it's not worth it in the end because like what he dies spoiler Mm -hmm. (laughs) and like the last memory that he has is like the birth of his daughter but like what about all the moments that he like missed out on with her like i think on one hand this film is like the zombie apocalypse could be here tomorrow like spend time with your loved ones
0: honestly i agree with that too because this is kind of jumping ahead because now we're talking Mm -hmm. about the end but that scene where he's thinking about her birth is the Mm -hmm. only time we see this character smile in the entire movie. It's
1: true. I think I would say, I don't think it draws a clear line. I think it's kind of arguing for both, like that it's important to be in your child's life. But part of that is kind of protecting them, which involves some, some form of self-sacrifice. So You know, of course, that's going to be the extreme sacrifice because it's a zombie movie. (laughs) But, you know, I I think it's like he's at peace with dying because he parts with the knowledge that he's doing it to save Mm -hmm. his daughter kind of or, you know, help her get by just a little bit longer. So I think it's I think it's kind of both in that sense.
2: Further up ahead in the train car where most of the other survivors have gathered, the businessman convinces everyone that they should not let anybody else join them for fear that they could be infected.
0: This fucking guy. like, yep, no. Throw him off. Like, literally. And I, what kills me, what kills me, is that nobody else says anything. Yeah. And it's like, I get it to an extent, mm. but I'm also like, literally so many, so many yeah. of them it's so many people coming, but like, I it's also so many people coming.
1: Think that they seemingly have no attachments to anyone else on the train. Except
0: so, for like that girl,
1: well, she's the only one who's fighting against it. So yeah. they're just kind of like, well, guess we're out for ourselves. Like, fuck everyone mm-hmm. else. We're safe now. And that fear of what they could bring with them.
2: Mm-hmm. So I
1: think the dude's playing. I mean, he's obviously playing off of that and trying to make them even more fearful by insinuating that these are outsiders who are going to mm, yeah. somehow threaten or harm them rather than people that they could potentially save.
0: But it's also like, I mean, who fucking like for all you guys know, cause you don't know anything about how these people, how these work for all, you know, one of you guys could be infected. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know it, it drives me bonkers. And like what sucks. I think the reason why it makes me so angry is that I could see it happening. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, Like I a hundred percent believe that this would happen. Hell yeah. It already has happened. I'm going to say we've had, yeah, we've had, it is currently happening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's not a stretch of the imagination. It's, it's happening right now. It's very much. Yeah. They're creating this us versus them mentality. They are, you know, we are safe now. And if anyone else comes in, they could potentially threaten our, our safety.
0: Yeah. This is when I started thinking. Yeah, this is when I started thinking about the state of the world, and this is when I started getting emotional. Yep. And, then, mm-hmm. and then the next stu- the next scene happens, and I was like, "Oh!" Mm-hmm. And then the crying begins. Cry counter number one starts here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So again, that's you know very much playing into the theme of are we going to work together to solve the ultimate problem, or are we going to faction or fracture into factions? And battle each other, basically screw each other over. Yeah, selfishness is the real disease.
0: (laughs) Capitalism.
1: Yeah,
0: capitalism.
1: Did we ever? They say that there was a leak in a biotech building that caused it. Do do Mm -hmm. we ever get more than that? Like, I I didn't pick up. We get
0: that it's the company that the dad works for.
2: It's not the company the dad works for. It was someone they had like worked with, like, there, there was, like a-
0: Yeah, it has like ties to his job.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: like they have funds in there.
2: I think that they were doing some shady um, stock market trading based on the conversation that they had at the very beginning. Like they were trying to like tank that company for the good of the market or for their wallets. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Our ensemble fights forward, not knowing the rejection that they're going to face. Another tunnel arrives, and this time, to get through, they decide to crawl along the luggage racks out of sight, which is genius. I love mm-hmm. this.
0: I would be so afraid it wouldn't hold me.
1: That's fair. And I was afraid that, like, I was like, how's the pregnant woman gonna slide across that? I feel like there's not <coughs> much room. Oh, what a
0: cue. I mean, she, I guess she would have to angle her body. Yeah. Which you can do because of the shape. It's just not easy. Yeah. Honestly, shout out to her. Like yeah. this in mm-hmm. a quiet place, like women going through shit with a with a pregnant a I pregnancy know. happening. I could never imagine. I could never imagine.
2: Yeah. They move slowly but carefully and there are a lot of zombies in this car, but this tunnel's not going to last forever. Just as everyone is going through the door are the other guy, he doesn't ever have a name.
0: They they call him a homeless man on the Wikipedia.
2: It's Oh, rude. that's not nice. No,
0: 2016. It's a simpler time.
2: I don't want to say that, but I guess I'm going to. The homeless man slips and the zombies all start to wander back that way. Miraculously, Suan's dad goes back to help him. They're nearly caught as the train leaves the tunnel, but are trying to hide. Mm-hmm. As soon as they have a moment, the other guy crunches a can and the zombies swarm them. They Trauma. are so close to the car with everyone in it but when they try the door it's locked shut those assholes Mm -hmm. the wrestler dude is trying desperately to shut the door to keep the zombies out but due to the sheer number of them he's having a hard time and unfortunately
1: he does get bit Truly, so oh, devastating. I know. It's it so
0: devastating.
1: Like the second he puts his hand, like positions it differently on the yeah. door, there's this woman, like she's a zombie, and she's lying on the floor, and her head's like she sticking snaps through. up. She there. like she like yes yeah, slides up and bites him on the hand. Like she was just fucking You're waiting, like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh yeah. No, this is this is really really devastating. Sad I'm it. crying. I'm fully crying at this point. I'm crying because I don't want him to die. Yeah. And I'm also crying because I'm so fucking sad that these people will not let these people in. Like it is so yeah. devastating.
2: And that like teen girl is like screaming at them before and, they, they, and then yeah, they're like covering their mouth. mouth.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, it is so so it's terrible. Horrible. Like yep. Like they're ki- they're killing them. They're literally killing them. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: But the baseball guy, the kid breaks down the frosted door to the other survivors and tries to get everyone into the next car where it's safe. The pregnant oh, yeah. lady realizes what's happened to her husband and tries to like go there to die with him. But Wrestler Guy insists that Suan's dad take his wife and keep her safe from him, who's about to become a zombie, and all mm-hmm. the others. Suonstad agrees and escorts her to safety while the wrestler guy fends off the horde until he too becomes a zombie.
0: Well, he also calls out what he wants them to name their kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very sad. Oh, my God. Truly emotional oh. manipulation. I, I was I was so gone. I was like, I'm gonna cry again. Still crying. <laughs> it's still happening.
2: <laughs> yep. When they finally get to safety with all the others, Suon's dad yells at the businessman for locking them out. But the man is like, you're infected. You're infected. You can't stay here. And everybody just goes along with
0: it. Every time I watch this movie, every single time I watch this movie, I always think that this scene is funny. I'm like crying, right? But I yeah. still thought this was funny because he's like, look at his eyes. And they sh- they would cut to the dad and he's just staying there completely normal. I know. <laughs> They're and so beautiful. Like, there's nothing wrong with him. Oh my God. And you could like see it in his face. He's so fucking done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so tragic. I this fucking this fucking CEO guy, I fucking hate this guy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Everybody who's just gotten there is told that they have to go further along into a vestibule and away from everyone else. And while all the while the mean people are trying to like lock down the door that they just sent the other people out of, the middle-aged woman who just watched her sister's, like, zombie form come up to the door decides, fuck this, and she opens the door and all of the zombies come pouring in and it is complete and utter She's fully
0: like, they don't deserve to live. And I'm like, you know what? Can't say she's 100% wrong. Like, murder (laughs) is wrong. However, like, like, I kind of get it. I was going to say,
1: this feels a little... I don't really like how this goes because her motivation isn't super clear. She's kind of just like, oh, you were so dumb for like letting yourself get, you know, zombified. And so now I'm going to just open this
0: door because I love you or something. I didn't think that that's... I she, she was saying that, but I don't think that she meant that. No. Then why did she do it? She, no, she was... She's saying like, you're... Okay, so like the way that she's talking to her is the way... It's the way that you talk to somebody after they died and you're upset that they're dead. Yeah. Like, she's like, I'm so pissed at you for dying. I'm so pissed at you for leaving. But, like, at the same time, like, we were seeing shots of her the entire time that last scene that Heidi just Mm -hmm. explained to us was unfolding. And she was just looking right at her. Like, the whole time, she also wanted to let the group in, but Mm -hmm. didn't say anything. And so it's like... Oh, I didn't think that. She Mm -hmm. feels guilty about not sticking up for them and letting them in. She feels fucked up that she saw her sister and had a chance to save her sister, but didn't. And she's pissed at the group in there. And also is like, what's the point of living if this is the situation and you're dead. Yeah. And like, imagine that if you think they're gay. (laughs) And then I'm crying again. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I get it. I I just didn't seem very apparent to me. It just seemed like she was kind of like,
2: Okay, well. This is it. I think it also is like an interesting moment of like kind of something that we've been talking about how like the real monsters are like the humans. And it's like, well, these guys are monsters in here and I can't believe that we just did that and it's like what's the difference between the two of them and she just lets lets everyone in.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's justice served. Yeah. In a sense. That's karma, baby. Yeah, more
2: like karma. While the train continues along its course, Suan and her dad share a moment. She finally admits why she didn't finish her song at the recital. She had practiced it and picked that song just for him. So when she realized that he wasn't there in the crowd, she didn't see a reason to finish it.
0: I cried again. She's so scared
2: (laughs) that he's going to leave her. But he reassures her and then tries to call his ex-wife to see if she's even alive. But there is no luck Chuck on that one.
0: Dude, the phone just saying ex wife. Like, honestly, we don't know exactly what it says because we cannot read Korean, but the yes. subtitle just says ex wife. And, like, I, this is like my fifth, this is like my, the fifth thing that has made me cry harder. You know what I mean? Like, cause you mm-hmm. cry and then you kind of stop a little bit and then you start, you get hard, it gets harder again. So, this is my fifth cry. And I'm like, I saw that and it almost made me stop. Like, cause so I was like, that is really funny.
1: Analyst Kim.
0: Oh, analyst <laughs> well, Kim.
2: Analyst Kim. does call he does it's his time yep and he's like okay busan so far is doing okay but then he's like is what we were doing to that company what caused the outbreak and that's like a heartbreaking moment like i love that they put that in there because there's like nothing more relatable than being in the middle of a crisis and being like is this my fault like did i do this
0: in the opening scene of him at the uh, him at the office, he's like, well, do we want to do that? Because it's going to... I don't remember what the fuck they were talking about. I'm so sorry. They're talking like, about
2: selling shares off. They're like liquidating
1: assets. Yeah. And he was like,
0: well, do we want to do that? Because that's going to hurt a lot of people. And the, the dad was like, I mean, do we work for those people?
1: This was the first time we see the dad break down. Mm-hmm. So,
0: I mean, he had to eventually. He's been through a lot of shit.
1: Yeah, I, I know, <laughs> know. I
2: know. Well, he's holding up. The train starts to slow down again as they realize, or the conductor realizes, that the track in front of them has been blocked by an overturned train. They'll either need to wait for a rescue team or find another train to get onto. The conductor is like, get to the other train. Good luck crossing. I'm going to try to wait as long as I can.
1: I love how this conductor is just like, y'all, I'm going to be here. Like, I'm going to get my ass over there. Mm-hmm. I'll try my best to wait for you, <laughs> but he, yeah, and he's been like yeah. totally separate from this whole thing the entire time. Yeah, he's a real one. He's a real one. He's, he's a, real one. He is a real one. Just like, yo, I was hired to drive this <laughs> to drive this train to conduct this train, so I'm getting us there. Mm-hmm. We're getting to Busan. He does manage to find one
2: like engine piece that is working, and he gets it up and running, and like starts it creeping ahead. At a- pretty slow pace the businessman and like the male attendant are trapped in a bathroom together with zombies just everywhere and as they try to leave the COO realizes that there's only one way that he's gonna survive and he like shoves the attendant into the zombies and makes a getaway what an asshole Mm -hmm. as everyone else is like trying to move to the new train there's like an engine that comes like screaming down the track that's completely on fire and it comes out of nowhere and it crashes into some other trains and it just wrecks most of the paths to get away. And the business dude like happens upon the baseball guy and the girl and like sacrifices her to save him. And that's also really upsetting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause they came
0: so far. They came mm-hmm. so far. They
2: were about to
0: go out the door. He just yep. throws that teen girl. I've like, I will never forgive him for that. Like I, it's and so then horrible. he's holding the boyfriend is like holding her, and it's oh my god. No, were so they together, sad. or did, were well, they just kind of like? She, she says in the in that opening scene where we get to know them. She uh-huh. said that she told him that he liked him, and she he kind of brushed her off, and everyone else was giving him a hard time about it, even though he obviously yeah. liked her.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's that's what I figured as like they weren't official or anything, but Yeah. Yeah.
0: But still it made me very um the tears were back. <laughs> oh, yeah. This the was Avengers? this was cry number 6. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It, I definitely forgot that he just kind of holds her and lets her turn him What's too. What's
0: yeah. him? Yeah, and there's that really good shot I talked about earlier. It was yeah. It's, yeah. it's heavy.
2: The businessman continues on. He's nearly to the train when he, like, steps wrong onto a rail from the track and twists his ankle pretty badly. It's pretty gnarly.
0: I hope he snapped his fucking neck. I was so... (laughs) The thing about this movie that I don't like is I think this man lives too long.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll talk about it when
0: we get to that. I know it's coming up. We'll talk about it here in a little bit. But, like, he lives way too goddamn long.
2: But he has to because he is... Okay, we're going to talk about it later. The conductor of Pure Soul. Spies the businessman like struggling and falls down and like leaps off of the train to go help him. And what does that motherfucker do? He just leaves him there to die.
0: (laughs) He literally like throws him at the zombies. I, this fucking man, I'm so sorry that I just keep saying that over and over again, but I hate this guy. (laughs) Yeah, he does a good job of being hateable. Truly. Like, who's gonna drive the train? Who is gonna drive the train?
2: Not the conductor because he's dead. Zombie, he to drive zombie the train. conductor. Elsewhere oh. on the tracks, Suan, her dad, and the pregnant lady are in a pretty terrible position. They are pinned in between
0: the homeless two- man's with them. Oh yeah,
2: yes. he is. Yep, he. They are pinned in between like two zombie-filled trains. Yeah. Their only option is to crawl out of like this narrow hole beneath one of the trains and pray that the coast is clear, and it is. Mm-hmm kind of but the wreckage like blocks off the exit and gives the zombies like time to break the windows and they come like pouring out and just help save the pregnant lady and suon the homeless guy sacrifices himself and it cry is cry number seven so
1: sad
0: <laughs> yeah. cry
1: number seven
0: he just looks at them like just go yeah honestly yeah and that like that was like a really good scene it was mm-hmm. a really good scene Because, like, he was a bit of a wild card, as Laura said at the beginning of the movie. But, like, he was just trying his best with everyone else. And in that moment, he was like, it's more important for you guys to get out. And I was like, that... I cried.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. It is a race to the train. Truly. (sighs) The zombies are, like, hot on the
0: trail of... (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) Me? Yeah. Why? That sigh. (laughs) It's hard. Oh, this mm-hmm. is hard.
2: <laughs> it's sad. You're right. You're welcome. Uh, we're about
0: to get to another. This is literally all this train shit. I was sobbing. Like, I was, like, <laughs> crying when that little girl was screaming. Like, I was I crying. Oh, yeah, Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> okay, the zombies are, like, hot on the
2: trails of our of Suan, her dad, and the pregnant lady. And they managed to make it on board the engine, but the zombies are trying to slow the train down. They, like, Create drag by like piling up on top of each other and like making a a human anchor.
0: That overhead shot of the train and then the triangle of zombies coming out after it—gorgeous.
2: It's it's gorgeous shot.
0: If you like
1: that shot, watch World War Z. Just saying. Yeah, for sure. Just saying.
2: Suhan's dad tries to kick the zombie hands like free and barely manages to succeed. But now he's got another problem the c o o was definitely Death. bit and is now turning into a zombie, and he's between them
0: and the controls so here here here's the thing, okay so earlier when I said that I don't think that he should have lived this long this mm-hmm. is the this scene is the reason why because I do not think that the scene is compelling. I do not think that he is a scary zombie I okay. yeah. I agree with you. I think you. The, the what happens is compelling. Like the dad getting bit, that's compelling. Yeah. But like it being this man, I like I get it thematically, but I just don't I don't find him to be as threatening as some of the other zombies we've come into contact with.
2: I agree with you that I think like he is not a terrifying zombie, but the fact that he is like staring down like a future self. Like, looking at this guy and being like, wow, if I continue on my path, I could have been, like, this asshole, I think is important.
0: I get that. I personally, like, if it were me writing a movie, if it were me writing the movie, I would have let a character that we really like make it this far and then turn it the last second. Because mm. I think that's yeah. more compelling. But I, you you saying that, it did change things for me a little bit. Like, I, I respect that. I think that was, like, a really, that was a good read.
2: Thanks. That's the only reason I think that it it has to work like that, <laughs> is if this if this movie is a is an indictment of capitalism, it has to be this guy facing off with him at the end. It's time for the hot dad to show off all the self-sacrificing lessons he's learned all film, while protecting the pregnant lady and his kid. Suan's dad gets the businessman to bite him as a distraction. He wraps a chain around himself and then like launches the CEO off the train and it's honestly really cool.
0: Yeah, it is really cool. It sucks that he had to bite his hand for it to happen.
2: I know, but like it was such it was, it was such a good tactic. It was. The damage is done though. It is no longer safe for him to be with the ladies.
0: Mhm.
2: He takes them into the engineer control room and tells them what to do, but Suwon is so upset. She's, like, screaming at him, begging him not to leave her alone, but he has to go or he's going to kill them.
1: It
0: is, yeah. like, truly, I truly... It's truly hard to watch. Like, that little yeah. girl... That little girl put her entire fucking soul into that performance.
2: I know. When he's, like, standing off the balcony and just hear her shrieking in the background, mm-hmm. I was like, oh. And oh that gosh.
0: shot... The shot of um the pregnant woman? That shot of her, like tears in her eyes like just holding onto this girl with like all of her strength Mm -hmm. I was like I was like I cannot handle I cannot handle this This is so intense Mm -hmm.
2: and as we've mentioned a couple of times now as he becomes a zombie he remembers the day that Suan was born like with utter joy and then he falls off the train to spare the last two survivors are they the last two in the whole country who knows but the train keeps <laughs> rolling along until it finally Stay reaches. Tuned. Until it finally reaches a barricade, they come upon a grisly scene: there dead bodies caught up in razor wire, smoking corpses. They have no choice but to disembark because, literally, the train can't go any further. Mm-hmm. So the pregnant lady is having a real hard time because I'm sure the stress of this whole entire day is really fucking up her baby. But they start walking into the tunnel. On the other side...
1: Yeah,
0: I'm worried about her baby.
1: I I was gonna say, "Mm, not sure how that's gonna go.
0: Really worried about her baby.
2: Yeah. On the other end of the tunnel, there are two army men who are, like, positioned, and one of them has a sniper gun. They spot the two figures walking through the tunnel and radio into HQ. Since they cannot confirm with a visual if they are infected or not... The order is given that they must shoot them. The sniper dude hesitates just long enough, though, to hear Suan start singing and confirm that they are, in fact, humans, and they are rescued at last.
0: The end. And she's singing the song. And crying. She learned for her dad, and it made me cry again. And she's, like, (laughs) sobbing. And, like, so was I. Honestly... I think that you could get rid of this little end bit with them finding the military. You could end it with the dad dying, and the movie would not be vastly changed. But like, it is really much more hopeless. Well, not necessarily because they're still going off into the sunset. You know what I mean? It would be a little more grim. I think it'd be incredibly grim. I'm with I'm with Laura on this. You
1: have no, you would have no idea what happens to them. Like, fair, you don't know what's happening to them after they get to Busan. But like, they're at least. And safe, like safe. It would be like as grim as like the end of Inception.
2: Uh, yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. I-, I didn't like the end of Inception. <laughs> that's uh, of valid. course you didn't. Of <laughs> course you didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I think that you could have potentially ended it after the dad died, but I I was about to say before you guys stomped on me <laughs> that um <laughs> I like this ending because I like that you actually get like a hopeful ending. Like I think yeah. that that's really it. Feels like you did the work. like you get paid off with something that's like actually nice and hopeful
2: (laughs) do you think that there is significance that it is the pregnant lady and Suwon who are the only ones that survive
1: um that to me kind of plays into like if we're talking about gender roles and traditional roles that you know what the masculine role is and what the kind of feminine role is so the men in the movie are very self-sacrificial they do things to help the women survive, basically. And again, I think a lot of this plays into not only gender roles but like transcultural, transnational ideas of gender and things like that. So I think it's significant that you know there's kind of like hope in the children of the future, and like yeah, that's kind of what it symbolized to me. It's kind of tropey, but you know
2: it is. I do think it's also significant that the pregnant lady is, like, working class and is also one of, like, the moral compasses of the film. And she does survive. I think that's important. Because it's hopeful. hmm
0: I felt that the reason that it was kind of significant was more so rooted in the fact that well, I'll, to explain this I have to go back to the first thing I thought when the movie ended, which was like, man, I wish there was like a like a like more women in this movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair. That's very valid. And then I was like, well, actually there were kind of a lot there of women were, in the movie. There were Paramount, and yeah. I was like, I was like now Nat- and then I was like talking, I was like having this little back and forth with myself. And I was like, Natalie, two women did like like they won. Like they they're walking out. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, I think that the reason why the movie, well, not the reason why the movie, but like my read on the end of the two of them leaving is that without the help of everybody that they came in contact with throughout the rest of the movie, they would not have made it. Correct. Correct. So I think it's significant. And this is, especially if you're looking at it from the lens of like, you know, what do we owe our community? Uh, Even like that economic read I mentioned, like these two women would not have survived had it not been for the help of the people who came before them and who were with them when this all happened. Mm -hmm. So like, I think that shows it's like, hey, something good came of everybody working together. Mm -hmm.
1: It just involved a lot of sacrifice along the way. That was Mm -hmm. a lot of times unnecessary because of the selfishness of the other people. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually looking up. I'm reading about that fairy disaster right now. And Mm -hmm. yeah, 300 people died, mostly teenagers.
0: Well, I really like that you brought to the table that like, a generational difference and how that mm-hmm. is also another way to read the film because
2: mm-hmm.
0: i did not think about that at all since before we started recording mm-hmm. so like that was really cool like i sort of touched on the gender thing but like that didn't really click, click into place until um laura said that thing about masculinity and sacrifice earlier and i was mm-hmm. like that's what it is mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: so in a, in a sense it felt very like almost traditional in the way it's like oh of course Mm -hmm. the men are going to you know sacrifice themselves for the women and but then I'm like well you know again being from a western culture I I cannot speak to the Korean culture but it's based on what I have read you know it seems like those values are very prominent and gender roles are very defined as they are Mm -hmm. in the west too but just in a different way yeah so yeah it seemed appropriate but Still, kind of like oh well, mm-hmm. this is a tale as old as time. But still, about, you know. But still, you know, it still pulls at your heartstrings. I mean, it's yeah. it's still about people who love, you know, people and their loved ones, and they're trying to protect them.
0: And like as as we kind of mentioned at the top, like this still feels like a very salient narrative. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're still dealing with shit like this today. It's yeah. just different situations, different train cars. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it is such a good movie for kind of just like showcasing that social difference that we see nowadays which sucks but I mean it's a fucking good movie still like mm-hmm, I think yeah. the characters are great I think some of the set pieces are fantastic and I just I don't it's not one that I like to like I've watched this a lot with people because it's such a good movie that I want mm-hmm. them to watch it and then I want to watch them watch it like so mm-hmm. I like watching it with people but like it's not something I'll just throw on to have fun like it is yeah it it is um effort (laughs) yeah
2: even though it ends on like a a hopeful note like i Mm -hmm. definitely especially this last time that i watched it me that's just because i'm in like a sad headspace i was like this was not a fun time this time like the ending leaves you a little
0: bit defeated (laughs) yeah yeah like yeah it's just like so many people died it's so sad yeah It's not as bad as like The Mist, though. Like, (laughs) (laughs) for real. (laughs) Nothing's as bad as The Mist.
2: Yeah. This does really like rank in like my, actually, yeah, my, maybe my number two zombie film. Oh, 28 Days Later.
0: Oh, Oh, 28 Days Later? Oh, I thought it was going to be Wreck. Damn.
2: Oh, shit, I forgot about (laughs) Wreck.
0: No, I'll still say what I said. I'll stand by that. Any other concluding thoughts? Not really. I actually, I'm really glad that we did have this discussion on it because I think we all came to the table kind of unsure as to what this was going to really be just because we all like the movie so much and it's like just like a fun action. And it's not fun. It's an action horror movie that is very emotional and devastating. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that our discussion was really fruitful.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it because I was not sure how much conversation we were going to get out of it, but we always manage. (laughs) so
0: (laughs) (laughs) definitely and like I also do like that I came out of this I th- I'm thinking about the movie differently than I was when I came into it. And that's like one of the coolest things about the discussion. I am having. too.
1: Yeah. I, I, I do too. And I almost kind of want to go back to some of those scenes and just like rewatch them. I've seen it like three or four times and still I'm like, did I read that right? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. is there a
0: different way to It's a different thing to get from this? So that's cool. Uh, we've had, we've had conversations like that before. We all remember talking about where the cat came from. And all three of us had a different answer. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep love it oh
0: yeah should i wrap up yeah do you want to talk about the next pick well i i'm i am it's me for the next pick hello hello everybody i okay so i've gone like back and forth and sideways and up and down and triangular about what i want to do for this next episode (laughs) so
1: acrobatic i've had
0: (laughs) so many ideas and i have just been just oscillating constantly so I think that after a lot of debate, my next pick is going to be Barbarian, the film that just came out. Boop, boop. Yay! Yes. This is going to be a fun discussion. Heidi does not like this movie. Yeah. Well, she doesn't dislike it, dislike it, right? I don't hate it. The look on my face was incredibly hopeful because I was like, if you really hate this movie, I'm going to be upset.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to cry. I just like, I... Number nine. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I was impressed with like parts of the film, but I think, as it like went on, there was some kind of like comedic stuff that did not hit for me. and I was like, what is the what is the tone of this film because it does not jive?
0: Man, what's I feel like every horror movie lately that's come out recently? I love and you don't. <laughs>
2: I think that that's true uh,
1: honestly i am lukewarm on barbarian so i would be interested in discussing it because usually after we discuss i it, think I... that's
0: my fault because i overhyped it to you uh,
1: no everyone overhyped it i did oh so, well <laughs> i spoke the truth the media overhyped it the media <laughs> but i think there's a lot of ambiguity in it so i think it would be good to talk about it yeah i think i will appreciate it more after we do
0: Okay, so yeah, uh, keep your eyes peeled for that episode coming soon on The Barbarian 2022.
1: Just Barbarian.
0: Oh, sh! Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> Well, good night, folks. Okay, so Stay everybody spooky. keep your eye out.
0: Keep your eye out for that next episode on Barbarian. We also are going to have some more mini-sodes and commentaries coming your way. Uh, let us know, obviously, how you're feeling about these episodes. If you like the movies, if you don't like the movies, if you have any ideas for us to cover for things for us to cover in the future. We would also love to hear that. You can follow us on Instagram at podcast, And you can also, of course, make sure to follow us by subscribing on the podcatcher of your choice. Um, It also really, really does mean a lot to us if you were to rate the podcast and leave a review. Those reviews help us get seen by more people, which means that our podcast can grow. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Stay spooky, everybody. Toot toot! End of podcast! The toot toot really is gonna become part of our lore, and I'm really upset about that. Like- <laughs>
2: yes.